0: 62. 62? 62? Episode 63. 62? Wait, what is it actually? I'll S- look it up. 64. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm thinking it's 61. Uh, It's 62. <laughs> oh, fuck. We're lucky. S- starting starting off. Starting the Christmas, our
1: scuffed. the Christmas special. The Christmas special. What ma- therapy Christmas.
0: What makes it a Christmas special? We're just on
2: Christmas. I don't know.
0: It's Christmas Eve today, dog. Welcome to the episode. Dashing through the snow.
2: One on one horse open
0: sleigh.
1: Didn't you guys already discuss your favorite Christmas movies on one sh- episode? Yeah. So yeah. Probably a long time ago.
2: Home Alone was definitely my most favorite Christmas movie ever. Yeah, that, the, that one. That one of the favorite. Number one classic. Christmas Absolutely. classic. Is Home Alone 2 better? home alone 2 is my favorite out of the two okay when when he hit hit new york city Mm-hmm. oh yeah i don't know
0: the classic of just like being in the in the house and i like mean it was people, dope people trying to break in it was dope i that was i survived that's like when you're a kid you're just getting shit set up in the house waiting for some fucking somebody to try you like <laughs> you got mad shit set up Your parents come home Fucking bust their ass Like what the fuck's going on You don't know You're just playing dumb Like I don't know like, I yeah.
2: Bad? yeah Yo I seen this meme on uh On the internet The other night And It was like It was like a screen Recording mm. Of a text Bubble mm. And The caption was If Home Alone Happened Today Mm-hmm. And then you see Kevin pop up and say, hey, mom, you left me home. And then mom pops up and says, oh, shit, Kevin. Sorry, we're at the airport. I'm going to get back on a plane and I'll be back to get you.
0: Mm. And that Mm. was it. Yeah. It was just funny because like if
2: if it was (laughs) when, when did Home Alone happen? 1990. Exactly. 1990. Right. And you the, even have text message. You even have cell. Did you have cell phones then? Was your cell I think was you, had, I think the you had the
0: big Johns. Nah, was not, boys that, that was a
2: little later. I don't know, that's you had the pay, one, like, like the
0: page. pager style. The pager because pagers were around when I was like I remember mm-hmm. pagers. They were like the in between, like the Nokia's and the Nextels, like the bricks, like the little handheld bricks. Uh, yeah, They're yeah. like the thick Johns. Like every construction worker had like the. Two and a half inch thick phone. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There was a new one on Disney Plus. Home Sweet. Home Alone. No.
0: Yeah. After the second
2: one, they fucked up everyone after that. That shit was corny. Well, you can't do it without Macaulay,
1: right? Facts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, can could you do, do it without Pesci, Pesci
2: at all? You
0: feel like? Or no? Once you No, nah,
2: that was another big... Pesci and Stern? That was another uh, big bro, piece. My cousin
0: Vinny, bro. I fucking... I slept on that show for... Or that movie for so long bro that's my favorite movie my cousin vinny i I tell everyone i slept on that 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 fire
2: it was funny as fuck wasn't it so good the part where she's like she's like mad because he's going hunting and she's like just pretend you're a sweet little deer and you put your sweet little deer lips up to the water (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's so good, bro. It makes me like I was. I was listening. You know, it's funny actually because like that movie. I don't know. Something about that movie makes you, makes you like want a chick like that. Like a chick like that is just like, nah, man. That's too much. That's too
2: much woman for me, bro. I don't know, man. Hell no. I don't know. Is there such thing? Is there yeah. such thing? Yeah. Too much. She got too much toot.
0: I don't
2: know. She was kind of special. She'd fuck you up. You want that for yourself?
0: What do you mean? Psychologically? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that too, probably. (laughs) I think she would fuck me up psychologically. Their relationship was really interesting. You don't think so? I do think it was interesting. I thought it was very... In a weird way. I thought it was
2: very romantic. I don't know about romantic. It was
0: romantic because, I okay, I think their relationship was very romantic because the the way the actors and actresses, actress, the actors, the way the actors played the roles so well. I honestly could watch that movie and believe that they loved each other, like that they were like crazy about each other and hated each other at the same time, but the way they hated each other was literally because they loved each other.
2: Yeah, that fucking movie is so Like, it was so believable.
0: It was so believable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Toxicity.
2: You know, like, really, I don't think, honestly, I don't even think they were toxic. Honestly, they were just both, like, New York Mm. temper
0: with each Uh, other. But in reality, like,
2: Yo, she held him the fuck down. Yes, the she yeah, she did. That's what I'm
0: saying. Like, that's why I say like a girl like that, maybe that's what I romanticize so about mad. her, bro. She held him down hard, bro. The whole time Hot. she was,
2: the whole time she was helping him and asking him like, trying to help him the whole time. Let me time. help you. Let me help you. Bro. And
0: the whole time
2: Thank they you. Were now like, you're
0: starting to see why I love this chick. Like <laughs> she was trying to build him up, trying to help him succeed. And he's like, no, I got this. I don't need it. I don't need it. Yo, I had this thought the other day. And there's like that episode of SpongeBob. And it's like Patrick and SpongeBob. And they're like on the Flying Dutchman. And they're making them noises like the, Ah, And SpongeBob's like, or no. And then Patrick's like, You know what I'm talking about? <coughs> I
1: think Spongebob had like a part in the middle, right? Where it was like, I can't recreate it right now. I'm a little raspy in my voice. So, I can't recreate. You can't recreate a Spongebob impression, Do it. Do it. I can't do this shit. It was like, bah. you know? Yeah, I hate this <laughs> nah, shit. Nah, nah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah, that on. Was it. That commit. Was it. Commit. That was it. I, <laughs> I can't. I can't. You're <laughs> fucking me up here.
0: I had this thought, and I'm like, were they stimming? I thought you were gonna refer to the SpongeBob Christmas episode. No, were they like stimming? Like you know, like stimming. Like my brother like showed me like these TikToks.
1: What does stimming mean? Like-
0: of like children with autism, and oh. one of the, one of the things they do is called stimming. I'm completely ignorant to this, so my brother was showing me this stuff, and like they'll like make noises. Or, like, a a certain noise that, like, repeats and, it like, hits a frequency and it's calming to them. Mm. So, the, like, you could probably pull something up, but.
1: stimming is also known as well. self-stimulating behaviors and stereo. like Or mm-hmm.
0: uh, repetitive
1: body movements or repetitive movements of objects. Many individuals on autism spectrum engage in a routine stimming.
0: And in my head, I'm like. It's like Spongebob and Patrick stimming like when they're on the Flying Dutchman. Because they're like out of their element. They're not supposed to be on a ghost ship. And they're doing something to bring them comfort in the middle of flying around with this fucking, the fucking ghost ass fucking pirate. It was just one of those thoughts. I'm just like, oh shit. I wonder if this is like one of those episodes where the writers like wrote something and like for everyone watching, it's like, this is really silly and then like you know how like writers do sometimes it's like they're like we could put something like real in here and then just leave it for people that know because back then that wouldn't be something that's like very widely known coping coping what do you mean isn't that's just what
2: all that is right just what we do we cope stemming
0: oh I don't Is know. I thought you uh, was saying you were coping. Yeah, me too. I was really confused. I don't <laughs> know. It, it, I would like you it. would you classify that as coping? Sounds coping like mechanisms? it. Mechanisms.
1: What was the definition? Coping mechanisms. Oh, now I gotta go back. Oh yeah, coping mechanisms. Mm, it's it's like, I don't know. it's like repetitive body movements and repetitive movements of objects. You know.
2: But like why? It said, it said why in the beginning, right? Uh,
1: Self-stimulating behaviors. Self-stimulating behaviors. Yeah. Coping mechanisms.
0: Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Speaking of coping, this episode is not sponsored by BetterHelp. But it is sponsored by MRDC
2: Bazaar, LLC. <laughs> you can find their uh, online thrift store on facebook.com slash MRDC Bazaar. Perfect segue. You didn't even do that on
1: purpose. <laughs> I don't even know.
0: You know what's crazy about BetterHelp? There was this time period. That they don't give us any fucking money whatsoever. That there, there was There was this time period where like, I was in a really dark place. I was yeah, I was okay, we'll say that. I was in a really dark place and I wasn't sure about mentalities or people's mentalities that they were pushing on me. And I wasn't I was to the point where I wasn't even sure about the reality I was experiencing anymore. Because I didn't know if I was imagining things or um other people were right and I was wrong. And I went through the process of trying to sign up for BetterHelp. And the reason why I tried is because all those podcast episodes of all these, you know, big podcasters that all say, like, BetterHelp is free, right? All these podcasts advertise for BetterHelp, right? And they say it's this free service. You can get access to 24 seven therapists, this and that. And I was in this really dark place. And I was honestly just lost. Like I was, I felt defeated. I felt lost. I didn't know what to do, where to go. Um, and I just wanted somebody to talk to. You know what I mean? Like a professional to help me figure out what the fuck was like what I was experiencing with myself first and with these other people. And I go through all the things, bro. Listen how sick this is. I go through all of this, right? They even like, I think they even like have you kind of find um, professionals that might suit you. You get all the way through it, right? I filled all everything out. Get all the way through it. And before you can even speak to anybody, you have to put in a credit card for when the service ends, if you want to continue the service so that they can charge you. And at the time, I was completely broke. So there was no way that was going to work. And I completely felt lost. And I was like, I was like, damn. Like, for a service that podcasters around the world, big podcasters use as an advertising thing, as somebody who was actually in a situation where, I I wanted to reach out to somebody and I couldn't. I wonder how many people had similar situations like I did and then felt that terrible hopelessness. And then had I been further down a road, like a lot of those people are looking for last-ditch attempts to speak to somebody, right? I mean, like there's suicide hotlines and stuff, but God forbid. And it's like fucking... Don't don't advertise a mental health service on the basis that it's free only to get access to it once you punch in a credit card when you advertise it as something for people who are truly struggling because that was really a sick and twisted experience. I had a similar experience, actually.
2: I was going to say that, but I had a feeling that was where you were going. So... I did not want to step on your story. Hey
0: dude, it's all good. chime in, man.
2: I'm down to hear about it if you want to. No, there's nothing to tell you. I'm just saying that I I I know that you're being factual because I too tried better help and it is it is that way cuz they even actually have someone Message you on them like little messaging things. It like, felt start, so sinister, bro. You start talking to them, and they like very concerned, and like they're like like really excited to help you pick someone out, and they give you people to pick, and you go through the whole thing, and then, yes, <clears throat> yes. Yeah, at yep. the end, at the end of it, they're they are asking for credit card information, and they're like, um, before we
0: can continue, yeah.
2: And it's and what's crazy is like.
0: How many young people without credit it, cards? It
2: costs the same amount as it would if you were to go to a therapist in person and just pay out of pocket.
0: And then they advertise it as free. And then they tell you, um,
2: maybe not BetterHelp specifically, because I've tried a few actually, with no luck with any of them. Um, They tell you... Uh, that they'll take insurance, but they don't, they, they take insurance, but it's
0: coincidentally, uh, conveniently rather never the right insurance. Mm. I Which I'm experiencing right now, trying to even fucking find an orthodontist, an orthodontist. Like I have to get a new dentist and I have to find a new oral surgeon because the healthcare and dental provided by my company are not accepted by the ones near me, so I have to find someone somewhere else if I want to stay in network. So it's like, just feel everything just feels like, what's the fucking point? <laughs> I don't know. It's just honestly, it's like that experience. This experience was a while ago, like a while ago, long time ago, like maybe. One to two years ago. And it makes me wonder because I still hear the advertisements for that company. All the time. And I'm like, have any of these people used the service? Have tried to use the service? Like go pretend to be put yourself in a place of somebody who like really needs the help of the service that you're advertising to your listeners. Now go try to get access to that. And then I think about all the people who don't have debit cards or credit cards because they're too young that listen to the podcasts, all these big podcasts. And maybe they don't like, how many of those people can't go to their parents and be like, hey, mom, dad, like, I wanna go get therapy. And then they hear about this thing, right? And they just want help. And then they go and try to get this thing. And it's like, well, you need a credit card. Like how defeated do those people feel? Yeah, they should. Um, Like, it's fucked up, man.
2: <clears throat> if they're not going to take people's insurance, then they should at least make it affordable. Shit's like $155 a session. An hour. $155 an hour or some shit. It's crazy. That's expensive. That, that yeah. Expensive. How, how
1: much is a normal uh, therapy? I'm not too no If you go one. to
2: a therapist and pay out, first of all, most of the time, your insurance will pay for it. Right. But if you happen to have to pay out of pocket, it's usually the same around the same amount—hundred bucks, hundred and fifty bucks for an hour. So I feel like the whole on the internet thing is like an element of convenience. So if it's a hundred and fifty to go in person, it should be seventy-five to do it on the internet. You know what I mean? That person you're talking to is like I know people who've gone through with it, where their insurance had paid it and they just did their therapy over the phone. That person doesn't have to go to an office or whatever. It, well, I, I don't know. I don't know. It shouldn't be that much money, though. That's all I'm saying. It shouldn't be that much money. It's just they, one
0: of those things. I don't want to like bring down the Christmas episode. It's just I know I was thinking about that shit because I was listening to another podcast again today, and I heard their advertisement, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it reminded me of that experience and I don't think I've ever shared that experience here. And it's just like, damn, bro, crazy. That's like it's one of those truly crazy things where I o I couldn't believe it. Like when it happened.
1: and they always advertise it was free? I never knew that. Cause I knew there was a controversy at one point, right?
0: I'm pretty i I'm pretty sure that's literally what prompted me to to send and mark it as a note. I can fucking pull up the podcast that I listened to today after we're done the show today and listen to the advertisement. I mean, I believe like, you know, yeah, I've heard
1: podcasts now YouTube YouTubers, of course,
0: free online therapy better help get a free online therapist. Yeah, come on. I'm pretty sure I'm not imagining this.
2: No, it's all over. Theo Von, um, Joe Rogan, uh, Elon, uh, uh Lex, Friedman. Elon Musk. <laughs> I, <and> that, yesterday, <laughs> I was listening to his latest episode on Lex, because I'm about to listen to Jeff uh,
0: Bozos' interview.
2: So once I acknowledge prefer- acknowledge my fucking joke.
0: It's it's a Bezos. it's a good joke. Um, I will say it's very interesting to listen. I listened to that episode with Bezos. Two things. One, I feel like, dude on some level, has good intentions. Like, really good intentions. Two, it's crazy how money can just make you so detached from reality. Yeah. Because there's some things that were said that I was just like, that is not a reality. Like, either you're lying to yourself or, like, you're just too detached. But some of the stuff I was like, you know what? I believe dude's trying to do good shit. I don't know, man. Something about him that makes me cringe. Oh, but speaking of Elon
2: Musk again... Uh, I listened to him on Lex and uh, he's really knowledgeable about World War II and uh, he made some good points on that on that podcast that are like some of my favorite points about America and World War II and to hear him say it, I was like, oh shit, that's dope because felt validated. Yeah, because I'm usually the one telling other like enlightening other people about it, like the fact that although America takes the uh, responsibility of winning World War Two, we didn't at all. Mm -hmm. Um, We were were actually struggling a little bit. Russia actually won World War Two, but. uh, And as Elon Musk highlighted. If you're gonna P- be a, if you're gonna be a POW somewhere, America's the one you want to be a POW for, because I think it's noted by history that although we've done really terrible things, that we are the most humane country when it comes to our P- POWs of war. Yeah, and when Russia finally like took over Berlin and we're closing in. The Germans ran for the American lines as quick as they could in the middle of winter with no coats and food and just bicycled as quick as they fucking could to the American lines to surrender to us because they knew that if the Russians got them, they were not going to be very, very kind to them. And they had a better chance at with with the Americans. So that's how technically America won the war because they surrendered to us, but... Russia was digging all in that ass. They was fucking them up. But, um, and then the other thing that, uh, Elon noted about World War II is that at that time in history, America was the most powerful country in the world. We were the only ones with nukes. And at that moment, if we wanted to, after World War II, using that as a crutch, we could have took over the world. We could have picked any country we wanted to and just said, which one you want? And just took that shit. But instead of doing that, America actually rebuilt Europe after the war. They helped rebuild Germany. They helped rebuild Japan. They helped rebuild Italy. They built these European countries back up and helped them put their economy back together. That's all.
0: Now we, now instead of like... We have like some fractured version of that where we just do giant military operations in foreign countries until the government and normal way of life is completely dismembered to a point of unrecognizability. And then we go in afterwards and be like, it's time to rebuild. I don't know, man. <laughs> He's like, you're not getting me, buddy. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Look <clears throat> what we come on, dude. The Middle East. Look what we did. The Middle East. I think I might have had this thought on one of the previous episodes, but there was like a moment of clarity where I might I might have not brought this back up. I know I I have mentioned on this podcast before, like when I lived in Florida, they used to play like American songs on the TV all the time, like five six American songs every morning, like all all the the whole. Proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free, like that. And then like to the redwood forest, yeah. to the new all 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 of them, all of them. I I think it was literally in my house the other day. Talk showing my mom a video of George Bush getting the news about September 11th. Yeah, and he's in a classroom reading to like a bunch of like fifth graders, or or no, like. Like six six year olds and seven year olds. Yeah, it's like first grade, kindergarten type shit. And you could (laughs) see the looks on all the reporters and everyone's faces like changing as they're all getting the news about the terror attack. And there's all these adults sitting in this room with the president of the United States, and he has to kind of just sit there and finish the day as it is and read these books to these kids. Yeah, knowing that in his mind he doesn't know how bad it's getting but that yeah. the United States is under attack and he can't just get up and walk out and like, be like, you know, cause all this commotion because there's yeah. these kids in this room. Yeah. And then I had like this moment of clarity where I was like, I think that's why when I grew up, they played so many American songs on the TV every morning because that was actually after like right after September 11th. Cause I was in school when it happened. Yeah like really little, but yeah. every day after that, it was patri- patri- patriotic city. Like everyone was trying to like bring the nation together to be like happy about America. Yeah. And as a kid and even up until, cause I've talked about it before here, I don't, It just never registered. Really? And until I was like sitting there and talking to her about it, like showing her the video because I found it interesting, I was like, "Oh shit, is that why they played those so many songs every morning while I was a kid?" Hundred percent,
2: hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. uh young Philip was probably not
0: even born yet when
2: nine eleven happened. Were you born yet? Oh, I was born, born in two thousand.
0: Are uh, you a, a year, year before. Which is even crazier is like how good the school system as adults and parent were that I literally like grew up much of my childhood not really aware about that 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 had happened.
2: Um, I was actually it's crazy you brought that up because I was actually thinking about nine eleven another morning. I get lost in thought on my morning drives to Baltimore, but um, I you know what made me think of it? They were talking about it on the Joe Rogan show actually joe bergen experience yeah um, okay but i do remember it i remember that time so vividly and everything like that kind of was happening like at my home and, and in school and shit. one of the things that is an absolute fact that everyone knows is that when when that terrorist attack happened that day there's never maybe maybe not since pearl harbor united america than the day after nine eleven, 11 like 9-11 really did something to the american people and like it like across race and genders and cultures like if you was an american if you was here you was an american like it brought everyone together people america was so tight and what's crazy is it's been 22 years i think Since that happened, and like we've had bad stuff happen, I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not downplaying anything, Mm -hmm. but you can tell it's been a long time since a 9/11 has happened by the 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 climate
0: of our society. You know, it's interesting too, kind of the reverse. My mom, me and my mom are kind of agreeing. Like in 2023. It's pretty hard to invade any country in the world at this point and have a successful military operation where you take seize control of the country because I think we're at a point in history, especially like through information, where there's not only connectivity, but, um, access to information has also made a lot of people feel very attached to their cultures and who they are like with the access of information, because they can learn more about themselves. The, uh, that it makes it really hard for like Russia to invade Ukraine. You're going to have a really hard time. Even, even assuming we never back them, assume Europe didn't back them, assume nobody backed them. I think you would be foolish to believe that even if Russia took over Ukraine, that they wouldn't be dealing with terror cells like for the next like 70 years. Because people in general, when you invade their country, like bind together like cement, like they hold on to their their culture, their who they are more than anything when they feel like they're on the defense and i don't know like if that's because with the information age people have been able to like gain a greater appreciation for their country and like what it's provided to the world or their history or how that works but you look at our invasion of iraq you look at any any of these invasions all the way back to vietnam how many successful invasions of another country have there been i don't know i mean i'm ignorant by definition ignorant but I can't really name you any successful invasions. I feel like the only la- the last time like invasions were truly successful quote unquote successful it's like maybe Genghis Khan because even World War II invasions of other countries during World War II how successful was that? Like borders went back to being borders. People didn't really lose their culture. They still like restabilized and gained, you know gained their independence like some some type of Formal version of it. You know what I mean? Berlin Wall fell. People don't want to get rid of who they are. And I think like when people feel like that's threatened anywhere in the world, when they feel like they're on the second foot and they have to play defense, it's a losing game for the aggressor if the aggressor's goal is complete and total control. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which it kind of makes me think about like the whole situation with Israel and Gaza because it's like, first of all, it's terrible. The second, it's like, okay, even if Israel takes over Gaza, like let's say they do. Just we're creating a hypothetical situation. If Israel, Israel's stated goal is to destroy Hamas, they understand like that's never going to happen, right? Like they should be able to look at Western politics and Western foreign policy the United States foreign policy and our our policy towards the Middle East over the last like 30 years and see that that's not possible like when you move into an area you create carnage when you when it results in the deaths of many people's innocent family members all you do is create more terrorism because then you have young people that grow up looking at their family dying And then those people have hatred in their heart, and then they want revenge and then you create this endless cycle and that's like the same thing we created in the middle east when we did when we invaded iraq Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's a dangerous game i don't know like i sometimes i just think like uh what's the point of all
2: of it money and bitches bitches are nice um speaking of the middle east something pretty cool uh young philip Look up something for me, dog. Everyone, without even knowing, has a preconceived idea of what the mountains of Afghanistan look like. Look up the mountains of Afghanistan, and to all the listeners, just Google the mountains of
0: Afghanistan. These show me like some saffron, some flowers, expensive ass flowers. You cities, geography. So the world, the world's a beautiful place, and in a reality where we can all all coexist and and be together. As uh, humanity, I think um, we have a lot to gain. I think we're almost there. I think uh, it sounds crazy to say that right now, given the circumstances. But I think uh, with everything potentially posing existential threats to us between AI and um, supposed aliens, (laughs) you know, you could be like one major event like the next time. then the next atomic bomb level shift to the world can happen like that any day now. Like, we're at the next tipping point. Yo, 2036. Aliens? What are you over there, typing a
2: book report, dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So? He's doing his homework while he produces. Yeah, man.
0: Look, can 20, you look up something tw- for tw- me, please? 2036,
2: okay. What about 2036? Just type in, like, comet
0: 2036. Uh-oh. Was this uh the those people? The, th- the ninth planet people? Go to images right here? No, one?
2: no images, just, like, an article. Does anything pop up interesting? There's NASA right here. You okay, to what it say? NASA? Just read the title. Uh, A pop... <laughs> a poppus? I
0: don't know. A popis. A popis. A pop
1: these nuts. (laughs) Pop his a pop his. Let me see. Google translate this shit. Translate.
0: Or pronounce it. Google. Yo, I'm so sorry for like I feel like all the topics I've said tonight are really dark, but I just had a lot of a lot of things weighing on my mind
1: recently. Do you feel like it was on Christmas too? It's a Christmas special and then all of a sudden it's like a dark Christmas. Christmas is
0: Christmas is a really hard time of year for me anyways. I always think about my dad dying, so that's probably why. I'm sorry everybody. I love you.
2: Apophis.
1: Apophis.
0: That sounds like a Greek philosopher.
1: Probably was, right?
0: It sounds like a a a it sounds like Latin for saying like the prophet or the apostle.
1: What about it?
0: There's a there's a uh, a
2: meteor comet, asteroid, whatever it is. Forget what category it falls in school bus. But if it's on a certain trajectory, oh, in 2036, I think it's going to hit the
0: earth. Didn't I mention this to you like on one of our car rides home like a month ago or something? You may have. I
2: uh, was listen- listening to Neil. Mm. to Grass tyson he was talking about it it's It's a low probability probability unless it hits
0: a certain keyhole and if it hits that keyhole
2: then it absolutely is hitting the earth they know like they pinpoint the time it will
0: what's cool is like every day they either know more or less accurately how how much it's gonna hit us
2: (laughs) i think we'll know by 2024 sometime in
0: 2024 We'll know if it hit the keyboard. We'll update or not, it on this yeah. show. Maybe we'll let Maybe. you guys know if you need to give a fuck. I, I mean, and when I say if you need to give a fuck, I don't mean about the the meteor. I mean about like the everyday stupid shit. Right.
2: Yeah, because if you gave a fuck, it wouldn't matter anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck it. Like, <laughs> it's over, buddy. <laughs> The amount of Pornhub searches is gonna skyrocket that day. They're gonna
0: the the result. They're gonna lie about the results. We need to find it. We need to get like a third party, independent verification if it hit the keyhole or not. Because if it hits the keyhole, they're not gonna tell us it hit the keyhole, and they're gonna be like, "Let's keep the gravy train rolling till it hits, baby." Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's gonna be the biggest conspiracy, bro. We didn't know.
2: Oh no, we didn't know. <laughs> 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 We're soaring.
0: Weren't we supposed to say Christmas plans? Yeah,
1: we can do that this as a little wrap
0: up. Wrap up Christmas plans? Yeah. What yeah. are you Or
1: 2024 plans, too. Because, you know, it'll be after. What is the Christmas and 2024 plans?
0: I really wish we would do like a bro therapy go somewhere thing.
1: Like bro therapy go camping?
0: Yeah. Or like for the last three years, listen to my lonely ass for the last three years, I've been wanting to take a date to fucking the place in PA Longwood Gardens Mm -hmm. on the Christmas lights. They got hot chocolate, indoor botanical garden. like Oh, pause. Quick shout out to
2: all the low income people like me. Longwood Gardens, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. Um, if you are on food stamps and you take your card and ID to Longwood Gardens, they will actually give you and your children discounted tickets to explore the park. Go on.
0: And it's just this place that's like holds a very magical spot in my heart for some reason. Um, And I just really want to I really want to bring um, I really want to bring someone special there. I don't have someone special. So you guys are in the next best thing. (laughs) And I feel like we could do like a bro therapy at Longwood Gardens. And that would be super dope. Put
1: it together, man. I'll be there. Make it happen. 2024. When's the next episode, Aaron? Don't know. When my producer tells me. Oh,
2: shit. Oh, shit.
1: Oh, shit. I got a little Charlie Brown uh, copyright-free music right here to end it all.
2: I didn't hear you bro, what'd you say?
1: I said I got a little Charlie Brown uh, cut yeah, That big ass bite.
0: He <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> said I could hear you he.
1: Yeah, all he heard was a crunch. <laughs> Ouch. I got a... Alright. I'll just put it on.
0: <laughs> Yo. Listen. It's... beginning to feel a lot like Christmas. Is this the outro?
2: Yeah, this will be the outro, sure.
1: Is this how you feel?
0: No, no, no. I got
2: something to say.
1: All right, but we'll put... All right, fine. I'll save it for...
2: I'm ready to hear it. We're, we're going to get oh, fucking flagged for that.
1: No, it's not. It's copyright free. It's a cover. Oh, dope. So, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, we're not going to get flagged.
2: Ah, uh, right? Mr. Mister, Mr., Our new Mr. Producer. Yeah. Yeah. Fire. Listen, Charlie Brown. I fucking love Charlie Brown. That's my shit. Right? You like And sweater. um. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Um, oh
1: sniffed and mic, damn it,
2: uh, has
1: been really good to not do that. I spent
2: <laughs> I spent um most of my twenties actually like being super, super, super fucking sober, right, and I was around like twenty seven twenty eight when I finally like smoked weed again. And it was around Christmas time. And I remember I had uh like a four DVD box set of Charlie Brown. It was like Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. No, Halloween Thanksgiving Christmas and then one other one. Man, I'd get so high and watch Charlie Brown Christmas. That was my shit. I'd be in there. <laughs> I'd be in there alone watching fucking Charlie Brown fucking high as shit. Uh, play the music, dog. I love
1: that shit. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, I made sure to look at this was copyrighted.
0: Happy holidays, right?
1: I guess we didn't tell our plans. Yeah, we'll save it for next time.
0: I wrote some poetry recently.
1: You wrote some poetry. Yeah. I'll share it next time, or probably not.
2: Whenever. Shout out to MRDC Bazaar. Oh, I our, have a our our official sponsor of uh, the Bro Therapy Show. I do it's have. Uh, go ahead, bro.
0: I do have a a sem. I guess a semi Christmas themed. Um. Oh God, this is why I'm single. Cause I write poetry. <laughs> Hopefully, this isn't too loud. It don't look like it is.
2: It don't
1: sound loud, no.
0: does it?
2: Nah. No. A little lower. Merry Christmas.
0: Yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas, everybody.
2: Happy New Year to all the people
0: I love. And to all those that I hate.
1: Did you guys ever had a Christmas episode? Kinda.
0: No, never.
1: First time, First time for everything.
0: I, I don't. I don't hate anybody.
2: I, I appreciate the attempt, Young Philip. Yeah, I appreciate the attempt. It wasn't really Christmassy. It was like
1: pretty, <laughs> pretty dark, pretty dark Christmas. Well, yeah.
2: I'm it sorry. Wasn't no, very much no, Christmas happening.
0: It's very right?
1: vulnerable. That's what we get. We get vulnerable uh, on Christmas here.
0: We get lovely. Well, see, like it was, it was stuff I was thinking about for a while, and then it kind of just came out.
1: Immediately, we come back on a Christmas episode. Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. It happens. I have a song request.
1: I don't know if this will get flagged. All right, shit. We're, we're not even monetized, so we're good, right?
0: It's a Spotify song.
1: Okay, maybe we will. Look um, it up.
0: Moonlight Reverie. This song makes me want to cry and it's not a there's no lyrics it's a like a composition by Martha Meir? no um type in Big Rice after Moonlight Reverie Moon what? Moonlight Reverie like a R-E-V-E-R do you want me to type after after Big Rice
1: Big Rice? yeah about to put us to sleep here it's a sad piano
0: this shit fucking tugs at my heartstrings, dog alright we're gonna close on this I guess then You ready? I'm, I'm, I'll read you. I'll read you the poetry that I wrote to this. Oh shit! All right, you ready? Yeah. It says, uh, "Will you sit with me whilst we build a fire? Not because we're cold, but for the warmth that we share. Watch the snow fall." like stars that were never there kiss my face to remind me they're still there. If I cry a tear for every flake, do those rivers carry the wishes for every falling star I couldn't bear? Would you give a gentle stare so that each drop we watched became a wish for us to share? Paint the sky with clouds, even if it's just our breath, in the frigid air. Talk of dreams before bed and how we don't need sleep to feel like we're there. Or how every moment has felt like forever since you've been there. That's it. Beautiful. Thank you. But this fucking, this composition is just like, for me, this shit just like, gets all inside my bones and shit. And I'm just like, oh, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I've been writing so much lately. This is, that poem is like one poem, like I'm very proud of. Yeah, man. Merry Christmas, everybody. Hopefully you guys all spend it with somebody you love. If not, know that we love you. You always have a home in our hearts. Thanks for listening to the Bro Therapy Podcast. Merry Christmas, everybody.